Welcome gamers to this week's episode of Last Call Gaming and on today's episode we're going to try to wrap our heads around a question I find myself asking all the time is why are there no great video game movies and if there's new entry into that lineup Sonic the Hedgehog can be able to race its way into our hearts. Also guys if you've been watching us you know we have a giveaway going on for Borderlands 3 so some new footage came out we're going to take a look at it we're going to review it and hopefully get you guys more excited so all that and more guys so if you want to hang out grab yourself a beer and let's talk games. Welcome gamers to this week's episode of Last Call Gaming. We are on episode six. My name is Craig Prowse and joining me as always is Andrew Montemayor. Yep. <laughs> How are you doing today, Andrew? Uh, better now that it's the weekend, man. I'm just ready to... We got a whole bunch of things planned and I just... Uh, just along this week. You looking forward to uh, Vegas and some comic book signing? I honestly, I'd rather do nothing and just sit at home and kind of sleep all weekend. But I've been praying for. I would a do anything rather than on. work all week. Yeah, my our the Saturday it's a day off is like oh wait now we got to go to Vegas get some comic book signed because we're that kind of dork. So, anywho, guys, let's move into the first topic of today's um, docket and what we're gonna look at is the trailer that's been going around into a genre that we as, as video gamers love or want to love video game movies um, the newest entry is the trailer Sonic the Hedgehog Andrew you've seen it what are your initial reaction to this trailer uh, I would say that's already a bad start yeah, <laughs> yeah um, me. I don't like like 80% of it but I will say, like we were talking about earlier, that I do like Jim Carrey. Like, even though I felt like that speech does go on, like, a little bit longer. He's like, oh, oh what, what, what's your name? Like, interrupting the guy. But I like him. I like the way that he looks. And I like, too, like, uh, if you haven't watched the trailer, spoiler, like, later on when it shows him with the goggles and his long-ass mustache and when stuff like classic, that. Uh, like I, man. Yeah, I mean, I think he'll be really cool. He's, like, my most optimistic part of this movie. Other than that, I think... Sonic just straight out looks like shit. <laughs> it's, yeah, I feel slightly opposite. I feel I, I don't think Sonic looked terrible, and um, I didn't mind the you know the live action mix with the animation. But I felt like Jim Carrey was probably for me watching it like the weakest part of the trailer. I, I, I didn't I, I didn't get anything new out of Jim Carrey. I didn't get it felt like kind of a, a Riddler repeat kind of character, and I want Jim Carrey to bring some like totally new. But with that being said, what can you really bring to Dr. Robotnik, right? I wouldn't mind it being Riddler-esque because that's the only movie I could really think of where he's really kind of been like that. Plus, I personally love that Batman movie. <laughs> it's not bad. Um, so you, we're watching it. We're looking at the um, animation of the character. And it's funny because me and Andrew were going to record this show uh, the other day, Thursday, like we normally would. Had some issues. It's now Friday that we're recording it, and I'm glad it kind of did because since yesterday, there was a post coming out that it got such a bad backlash on how Sonic looked. Apparently, I'm not the only one who thought he looked that, terrible. Yeah, that Paramount released this, um, the tweet, and what the creators did saying that Sega kind of totally backed it up, that they're going to redo the way Sonic looks. Not Maybe not from scratch, but just adjust like it. Like, we're here, you're loud and clear. We know you're not happy with it. We're going to make some changes, and hopefully, you know, and it's, it's what you tweet. wanted. They, they kind of said this whole thing. They're like, hey, you know, we respect the fans. We hear what you guys are saying. Here's the twist. Um, but with that being said, does that, can a better-looking Sonic make the movie any more enjoyable or any better? I would be a lot more into it because, I mean, we'll get to it, but I'm more into Detective Pikachu. Just be, like I was sold instantly because I love the way that it looked. I think it looked good. I like the way that the all, all the Pokemon and stuff like that looked. Like, that looked great, and that's what instantly drew me in. And even though they went different with some of the things, like Charizard looks a little bit different as far as, like, his body and stuff like that. Like, I, I was just instantly in it, whereas this Sonic, like, his he, he just doesn't really look right. He looks really weird. His eyes, it's like looking into, like, the depths of hell. and It almost looks like a college movie. Like, a couple fans are putting... It looks like a fan-made movie at first to me. It looks like somebody on a low budget put this thing together, and it's not. It's Paramount. It's like someone tried to make, like, a mix between a human and a hedgehog besides just making an edgy hedgehog, which is what he is. You know, like, Sonic his eyes hedgehog. are, like, human-sized. Like, his hands are, like normal human hands versus just be, he could have even had gloves and that would have fixed that problem but just make his eyes bigger give him like a nose instead of like a weird face like, like it's even funny that 
we're talking about it because I asked my nephew earlier, I was like, do you want to go see Detective Pikachu with us next week? He's like, yeah, you know, whatever, whatever. And then he asked me about Sonic and he's like eight and, or not even eight, it's like seven, seven, eight, whatever. So <laughs> yeah. And, um, he's like, oh, did you see the new trailer for Sonic? And I was like, yeah, you know, I don't think it looks good. He's like, well, I, I want to see it. And I was like, oh, okay, you don't think Sonic looks bad? He's like, no, he looks scary. This <laughs> his response. No, who's and Sonic? He, he, he loves Sonic. Like, nice. Sonic is, like, his main thing. Like, he loves playing him on Xbox and whatever. Isn't that a crazy thing to say? He loves playing Sonic on Xbox. If it, you know, any old school fans are going to be like, that's... You know what, speaking of that, though, I liked how Sega Genesis this trailer was. I did like that. I liked how they said every hero has a Genesis, and I liked all the sound bites. Just the they, throwbacks they were and using. stuff so like that, yeah. sped up, you hear that... And then the coins when you're hearing that, you know, that famous it, ding. It might just be a bad trailer, but my biggest thing, yeah, is how Sonic looks. And, I mean, you can put out a bad trailer. Every movie's put out a bad... Not every movie. A lot of movies put out a bad trailer, so I'm like... Uh, I don't like it. I really didn't think Deadpool looked that good up until I went and saw it. So I thought the trailer sucked. Really? Yeah. Wow. I thought Deadpool was probably one of the best trailer marketing things they've had in a long time. See, that was the second one did it for me because I already knew really? what I was going to be. Second, like, I would yeah. think the second one was a little weaker than the first one. Yeah. The, the, the movie I love, but no, the trailers I felt were better for the second one than the first one. The first one, I didn't think it looked great. Did you see the picture at all of, um, I, don't, I don't know if it was fan made or if it was actually released from the studio of what an adjusted Sonic would yeah, look like. Yeah, I yeah, okay. I did see that. I thought, way better. Fixed fixed all my problems. It, it just made him look more cartoony instead of making him it look made more him realistic. Look like Sonic the Hedgehog, not a hedgehog morphed with like a human. Now, do you think something lends itself more to like back to your de- uh, Detective Pikachu thing? Does Detective Pikachu look like a better movie because it's surrounded by an environment that matches Pikachu versus Sonic standing completely out in a real world? I wouldn't say that that helps it with Sonic being like the only character like out there that it looks this way. Well, I'm I'm I who knows what they're gonna do because who knows if they're gonna bring in Tails and Knuckles and the rest of the gang. I'm sure they will at one point. But yeah, from what we've seen, there's a whole lot more Pokemon for me to go off of to like he fits in this world versus just this one standalone person. That's I, it was funny because they posted a, a side by side comparison and it's the same actor. I forget his name. But he's driving like the cinematic rabbit from the movie Hop. And then it's like in 2012, whenever that movie came out, and it's like seven years later, the same dude still driving a cinematic CGI animal through a desert or something like that. That's funny. And so I I thought that was really funny. But I mean, that, that one thing being standalone by itself, like if Sonic was the only thing that was like that in that movie, wouldn't ruin it for me. I get a hypothesis that that um, hair that they have is probably probably going to be what uh, sparks like a Shadow the Hedgehog or some sort of Knuckles coming in, right? I mean... Yeah, for sure. I will, for sure, Shadow. And I think maybe... Who knows? Like I was saying, like I, who knows how it is or where Sonic came from in this movie? So it almost feels like maybe <coughs> the way it looks with how they're so shocked well, and everything about I'm it that's interdimensional. To, I'm still just trying to figure out what the movie's about. Like, they haven't said what's causing... I gotta save your world again. It looks like I'm gonna have to save your world. There's like what's causing it to be destroyed where a movie like Detective Pikachu, whether or not you like the storyline, you know what it is. You know, it flat out, every trailer I think has told you what it's doing. I don't know what Sonic's doing yet. Yeah. Well, that that too, and that and again, that, that was kind of the thing I was going to say is it's like in Detective Pikachu, these people accept that these Pokemon are here. They live with them. There's an everyday, day-to-day life, just like in Pokemon the game and Sonic the Hedgehog the game. I've never seen anyone... I, I haven't played every single Sonic, but I haven't seen anyone question the existentiality of a, a talking, you know, hedgehog. Right. He's just there, and everyone's okay with it. He's a part of that universe. Well, no. It's a normal thing. He even, like, dates a chick in, like, one of the games or, like, kisses her or whatever. Yeah. And so it's weird to see that in this movie now. Everyone's like, "What? where did this hedgehog come from? What's, what is he? And now I have the same questions. Like, yeah, what is this hedgehog? Where well, is he from? Isn't the only... Interaction he actually has with a person is when uh, Martin's character sees him and he freaks out because he doesn't know what the fuck it is and he's like, and he acts like a cat. He's like meow or something like that. Yeah, but it seems yeah, and that's the thing. It seems like no one else really knows what he is too. And if he's gonna fake like he's a cat, then that it pertains to some idea that he knows about this universe, but maybe they don't know about him. Like, so where did he come from? And is it like a separate universe now? Where you know, like I said in the other games, you're like gliding down a, a rail in like San Francisco and stuff like that, and it's it's just everyday business as usual. 
and it kind of just leads to the you know the point of the the video being made is 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 it going to be a good comic or comic but video game movie you know looking at the trailer as much as i think it looks okay you know we don't want okay out of our video game movies yeah we've got enough of those already like that's the biggest thing and that's more my gripe, and maybe that's making... I, I'm putting this game out there and sending it to die... Or, yeah, this movie is sending it out there to die, where I'm more upset about it, is because I'm tired of getting mediocre movies, and people just, like, oh, hey, let's just shit this movie out to exploit, like, a, a fan base of something that, you know, I'm passionate about, because out of all the video game movies, we have, like, a handful... I'm There's some that are near and dear to people's hearts, but there's a handful that are actually good. There's... Uh, maybe there's arguably one, there's arguably about. like one or two that are great. Right. The rest are kind of okay-ish, and then a majority of them are just bad. Yeah, it's it's surprising when you think of how many video game movies have actually been made that I completely forgot about because we did I did, looked up a list and there's yeah. like 47 video game movies and I'm you know off the top of my head I could probably name maybe maybe eight to ten and we went through that list and I was like God damn I forgot they did a Tekken movie um, Street Fighter Chun Li. Uh, Blood Rain, like all these old movies. And when you look at them, they do suck. And my question, Andrew, is what are they doing wrong with it, right? I mean, what is the... Yeah, that's what I want to ask you. Like, what is it making them fail? The only thing I can think of... I want you to start with your opinion. Yeah, Yeah. the only thing I can think of is that... Because the big comparison that most people will say is like, oh, well, comic book movies are doing good. Why aren't video game movies doing good? And I think when you look at something like comic book movies that are blowing shit out of the water, they've got a lot more to draw from. They've got different incarnations. There's there's a thousand versions of the Superman. There's a thousand versions of Batman you can do. When you do a Sonic movie, what are you pulling from? Two games that, you know, some people played? And the other thing is, when you go watch a uh, Spider-Man movie, movie goers will go see a Spider-Man movie because it looks good, right? They know the name. Not every moviegoer knows what a Sonic the Hedgehog is, so it's a pass. So I feel like that's the biggest thing holding back the video game movies is that there's no mass audience form. It's just us video gamers. And then when we see trailers like Sonic the Hedgehog, whether or not you liked it or you don't, m- most people, are it's a turnoff. So you're, I, not, you're not captivating the fans that you should be captivating. So what I, else is there to do? I think that's kind of part of it, too. I, I mean, that's a big part of it. Like, that's what I think Detective Pikachu was done right. Like, it looks like it. That's my big thing is I think a lot of the games just don't have the heart and they kind of just make whatever it is. It's kind of like almost what the Fast and the Furious did, even though it does make more money with each incarnation. I personally am not a fan past the three because it just wasn't really about the racing and stuff like that anymore. It's about all this action and they're like jumping from building to buildings with cars and all these, you know, heists and chase and uh, racing but the submarine. But the though, they've gotten better when they drop that. I mean, they, they sell they like more the because now yeah, that's a blockbuster, huge. but that doesn't make it like, you know, a, an 89 on Rotten Tomatoes or something. But I would say that games do it, but they do it in the wrong direction. Like Resident Evil... I, li- I I actually really like the first movie. And it's and probably the longest running franchise of video games. There's like four, five, six of those things. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of those ones. So I like the first movie, and I can watch the second movie and be okay <laughs> and with, with, with some of it. It takes a lot of liberties, and I don't mind taking it liberties. But then it takes, that's the start of that movie. The, the problems start with that movie. Because it takes Mila Jovovich and uh, Jovovich. What, what what's the dude's name? Wes Anderson, I think is his name. The dude who directs them, and they're married, and it's just this dude jerking his wife's ego off for like four to five games. So where <laughs> it's in, it's just all about all these crazy action sequences and stuff like, that. and that's not what Resident Evil is. So it, it and that's the thing is maybe I might like those movies if they had a different name. But then they take shit like Wesker and they literally rip a scene straight from Resident Evil 5 and put it in the movie where Wesker's fighting. He's supposed to be fighting uh, Chris and Sheva, but he's fighting Chris and um, Claire. And it's like not even half as good. So it's like, what's the point of even doing it if it's just half-assed? So that it seems like they're just taking way too many liberties with these but in the titles. But in the wrong direction. Like, I don't right, mind right, if you not change people's ones. origins or anything like that. Like comic books, you know, like the, like a lot of the Avengers stuff or whatever. They take all these liberties and just 
change them up, where this person's from, who they are, whatever. And that's not the biggest deal for me, as long as the heart is still there. And for a lot of these movies, I feel like the heart just isn't there. Like, they just make it just to make it and get it out, and that's it. I'm almost curious if the one of the problems they have, because it seems to come across on most of them, is the fact that... And even though maybe they should be, most of them have this live action twist to them, and almost that's what makes them cheesy, right? Like when you watch like Street Fighter, for instance. Well, that's good cheese. Though. It's good cheese, but there's no way to make Jean Claude Van Damme look like Colonel Guile from the game. So you're automatically getting a a mixed character that that doesn't familiarize yourself with them when like a comic book movie you could put someone in captain america's suit or wonder woman's suit it looks like them you don't put you don't you know there's certain characters you just can't i don't know on a live action scale i i can see some people saying that but i don't agree jean-claude van damme he was terrible for a whole nother reason but um (laughs) raul julia as bison I don't think really looks like Bison, but his delivery. And but he's, he's just over he's the top. That outfit though, he's got that Bison outfit, like a Superman looking outfit. And I look well, I at that outfit and I go, "Oh, that's Bison." Well, I look at Guile. I don't. I don't need a blue tank top and not. I don't. You know, no hair. No. Well, I don't need to have like a ten foot mohawk. But, but it's that thing that grabs the gamers to recognize it. They go, "Oh, that's my Street Fighter move." And I think that's one of the biggest issues uh, video game movies has had. There's, there's no. There's no instantaneous. Well, if you had to pick out like thing. two good ones, what would you say? And then maybe that'll what we're looking for in a video game movie. It's and I just I rewatched uh, not rewatched. I watched it for the first time. I just watched Assassin's Creed, um, trying to see if there's a good movie in that. I didn't mind it, um, but I would say the best running uh, video game movie would be the new Tomb Raider with Alicia Vikander. Um, I watched. I, that. I didn't watch it. I wanted to. I, I just haven't had it's, a chance. And I think they stuck to a formula that. For me, worked. They didn't go crazy with it, right? It's a short little film that that follows from A to B. Um, but to me, and kind of more to what I was saying, is she looks just like the fucking Tomb Raider that's in the new game. So as but does I, she look like Laura or Lara? Oh, that's Lara Croft, baby. Angelina Jolie can have Laura. But when you watch the trailer, she gets the bow, and you're like, hey, I remember that scene. She fucking slides under things. She does stuff. So the trailer caught me as going, oh man. That looks good. But with that being said, you know, there's other movies that try to do that, like World of Warcraft and things like that, that just kind of miss their mark. But I'll give you another good one that I think anyone should watch if you're a video game fan. And this, in my opinion, is good cheese, is Double Dragon. I I haven't seen it, so I don't know. (laughs) It is so far off the beaten path of what the video game is. But it was a movie that me and my brother watched uh, growing up. And when you're a kid at six, seven, eight. Watching things, you don't see the bad stuff that we as adults see. So that movie just resonates for me. And I'll always remember watching it and loving it. And um, I can't think of his name off the top of my head. But the guy that does uh, T-1000 from Terminator. Oh, uh, that guy. He's yeah. the bad guy in it. And it's it's awesome. So I guess those would be my two picks of, of good video game movies, if there is such a thing. You? I, I Well, one for me is always going to be Mortal Kombat. The first one. Now, the second one is bad, but I'll, I'll watch it anyways. But Dude, that, MK1, awesome. That first one, I think, stands the test. So I still think that is a good movie. Like, I will fight you. That's a good movie. <laughs> I will finish you. Like, was it, it on Netflix or Hulu or something? Yeah, like yeah. No, it's on Netflix. Oh, is and, it still? Yeah. And, I mean, it changes, like, a lot of characters, like, why they're there and, you know, who some people are, like... Sub Zero's like a slave versus just being there participating in the tournament, and I mean, I either way, it doesn't make it a bad movie. Like I, I personally love that movie. I think that movie is absolutely great. I love it too, and that's the thing. I think I don't know how you feel, but I think I'm in the minority. I think we do have some really good video game movies. It's just out of the 43 that there are, I would say there's ten eight to yeah. ten that are that are watchable and good. I'd say second um, for me and. Maybe it's because I don't know enough about the franchise because I haven't really played it, but I actually liked it. And maybe I'm now advocating for the wrong reason because I guess maybe it does make it like the later Resident Evil. Is I like Doom with the rock oh, in it. dude. I, the moment I remember, he goes in the... Or no, I don't think he's the one that goes yeah, in the other guy. But when he goes first in the first person. person mode, I was just like, okay, that's cool. And again, to me, and maybe you, I think that is... You know, The Rock, Big Star, I don't know how big the budget was, but that was good cheese to me, like, right? There's yeah. such a thing as having good cheese and enjoying a movie, and I thought that was... Per- Prince of Persia was another one. When he goes into his mode and starts looking at it and figures out the puzzle I didn't of when he has to Prince go, Persia, but there's and cool nobody does but me, yeah. but... Uh, but no, I, I actually really, really enjoyed Doom. I remember going and seeing that with my dad in theaters, and I think of that movie as badass. If I had to give something... Actually, I don't know what came out first, Which but I, I would say... I would say GoldenEye. I don't know if the movie or the game came out first. 
I don't know if the movie's based off the game or the game's based off the movie, but... I think the game is off the movie, because there I was... I thought it was cause... the other way around, that the movie... Oh, I'd be... I thought I the, look ga- that up, I thought the game came out first. But there, but there's been 007 before there's ever been a video game, so wouldn't the, wouldn't the movie license the right to the games? I would say that's a completely different aspect, though. Like, gold... Like, a, uh, we're yeah. going to look it up. If you guys know, pop it in there, because I'm very curious, because that's a... I didn't even consider that. But that would be, like, the only other one. But then again, I guess if the game's made after the movie, then it's just a good game made after a movie. Yeah. Um, I'll look that up right now. Oh, he's looking it up. But the question is, guys, if there's... What do you guys think? Is there a good video game movie out there? Um, does Sonic look good? Um, I mean, we're not here to break down the whole trailer for you or give you our play-by-play thoughts on it, but Sonic looks okay, and that is, do we want that? Is Sonic supposed to look okay, or do we want a badass game to come out that we all are looking to enjoy and have fun oh, with? Oh, the movie came out like two years before the game. I did not know Okay, that. good. So I'm right. Uh, yeah, well, well, then I guess it's just a good game based off a good movie, you know? <laughs> good property. Um, I was just being so young. I always had it in my head that the movie was based off the game because I played the game first before I even knew what James Bond was. So let me end it with this, Andrew, before we move to our next subject. Um, If you could currently take a video game property and make it into a movie, what is uh, Mandrew Montsmere going to put on the... Put on the list. Oh, I would redo Resident Evil in a heartbeat. You'd redo it? You want to start with something fresh? I would redo it, and I'd want it done right. And that's the thing. And it... There's a lot of mediums out there now that it does not have to be a movie to appease me. Like, I don't think everything has to be a movie. Like, how they're making a Monster Hunter movie. I don't think that that had to be a movie. It could have been a a badass show. I guess it could be a cool movie. The show would be sick. But either way, like, it could have been an anime... Or it could be like a Netflix series or something like that. With The Witcher, Witcher's doing a thing where they're, they're I don't forget if they're on Hulu. I or, hope The Witcher, Netflix, uh, yeah, I hope the, cool. I hope The Witcher does really really good because then it'll push other games to create like a show and realize you can make a successful thing doing this and it doesn't have to be a movie because there's some there's that so many the games key, that yeah. they try to fit all this lore into, like, one thing, you Yeah, know? change it to TV shows. Knock out a couple of series and do some video games. But, so, uh, like, Resident Evil, I would love. And ideally, if they made a movie, I would really want it to be, like, a horror... Not, like, a horror, horror, like, gore porn movie or something like that. But, you know, like, an actual, like, horror movie, like, where you fit almost kind of, like, maybe the original Alien, where, you know, there's monsters... And there's people who can get around them, but it's not just like a slugfest through the whole the so whole you, movie. So you're redoing you know? movie. You're doing game one. Is that where your movie starts? That's where I would start it, or that's why I would start a, a TV show. I think that would make a good TV show. It'd be a good anime, but I would rather take a live action TV show. I think a good anime, if we're gonna go down that route, and I, I want to hear yours then too, would be Dark Souls, with how rich and everything that lore is. That that's a game that I feel like would make a really, really good anime. I was almost going to ask you that, too. Do you think these things should stop being, again, live-action movies and make them animations? Like, Castlevania just came out. Amazing. And it's awesome because you can take... You can do more things with the animation and you you can make the characters look spot on to where we recognize them. But at the same time... You know, you're not getting that blockbuster return that I think they're kind of hoping for. And not everything needs to be that way because I don't think everything could work that way. Because I don't want to see, I I guess, unless it was really good, they could make it good. But I can't picture a live-action Legend of Zelda movie. I could picture a good anime live-action for, or not live-action, a good anime for The Legend of Zelda. Yeah. I can't picture a live-action movie of a silent protagonist fighting mostly other things that don't talk to him going to all these places. Well, do you remember the uh, April Fool's thing that like IGN did a yeah. couple years ago? That looked Dude, pretty, that was like that forever ago. Yeah, that looked yeah. pretty badass. I, um, I mean, like I said, it could be. Prove me wrong. By all means, make it. But right. Yeah, anything could be done, but at the moment we're living in, it's not. Uh, if I had to pick a video game, and it might be cheating because I don't know if it's... I want to hear one that we would make a, a movie and one that uh, one you would make a movie, a TV show, and then an anime. Or it could be one for all three, whatever. I want to hear your separate. Well, I think they already have this in motion, so I'm, I don't know. I know they, it's been talked about forever. I don't know if it's if it's in stone. Is Metal Gear Solid? I oh, think that, that could be a fucking badass movie, and I, I think they're in the works of it. But if not, I feel like that'd be like a really like lucky number eleven, like all over the place, like where you're getting the story from all these different. Angles well, I think and stuff. what they that'd need to do cool. is when you make these when you make these video game movies. Don't try to pull from the video game. Like, pull from, like, the way I like Tomb Raider is they weren't remaking the game. 
right? Laura Croft can fit in any scenario where she needs to go raid a tomb and make a new story. Uncharted can be, you don't need to remake game one, two, three, four. Nathan Drake can go into any scenario and go solve something, right? Yeah. So when you make a Mario game, you don't need to remake anything crazy. Just make a cool story that revolves yeah, around Yeah, it's that like, character. that's why they say, like, Mario is good at, at tennis, golf, hockey, driving, is because he's someone who fits in all these scenarios. He's not defined by one scenario, which, yeah, I, I agree. Like, Nathan Drake or, you know, even Snake, you can make it. A situation yeah, you, make, and, you don't remake Metal Gear Solid. You you make a new story that Solid Snake <coughs> is in that we all recognize as something covert and stealth that he would be doing, and I feel like that's how you would proceed with it. Um, if you I, have did, to, I, I think you'd have to keep some of the major plot elements to it, but yes. Let's see if I didn't do take a place show, somewhere. a TV show. I think a. I don't know if it'd be better as an animated, but like a Bioshock TV show would be sick. Guy doesn't have to be from the game, but something along the lines. Goes underwater, wakes up, finds this dystopia, and you give me. That'd be cool because I don't know if there's any shows that have episodes. that like um, that like noir filter. Right, it, like I think that. that'd be awesome. Like that's always what I liked about like, it's not exactly the same, but like Fallout that like you know time never really progressed past this point. It's just like the old radio and everything with some modern advancements and stuff. So something like that, yeah, I think that'd be a pretty cool TV show. I don't know what the story would be about. Yeah, I'm that'd be to think cool. about I think a cur- well, I'd rather see that as a live action than as a cartoon show. I think it'd be sick to get like an Elder Scrolls cartoon because you could do like a sh- like a badass show because with Elder Scrolls, huge lore, doesn't need to be Skyrim, doesn't need to be Morrowind, doesn't need to be Oblivion. You find a nice little timeline and go, oh, here's our show. The same way they've done Star, War- Star Wars Rebels. Do Elder Scrolls whatever in a cartoon. I think that would probably fit. Because you got tons of stuff to work. No, I agree. I'll just say that one's lame. I'll say that one's lame. Oh, right. fuck off with this guy. Agree this to guy. disagree? Agree to disagree. So, um, now that we are done with that, you guys heard our opinions on video game movies. Um, are they good? Are they bad? It's kind of up in the air. I think there's some good ones. Most people think they're bad. But um, Andrew hates everything. So, let's move into the bigger topic that... You guys have been watching and tuning in for with our contest with Borderlands 3. So You can still enter to win. You can still enter to win. Details on the end of the video. But the new gameplay launched with it. And I'll just be up front with you guys. We're not going to break down every little thing. We're not going to talk about every little character. What we're going to do is we're going to hit the high points of what the um, the live uh, demo was revealing. And Andrew, you watched it all. It's about an hour long. You can watch it on YouTube. Yeah, I'll say, um, I want to go first because you're more hype on it I was gonna than say, I yeah, am. Yeah. So we'll start. Hey, use your attitude and bring us down real quick. Yeah, I'll, we'll, I'll we'll start with the person it. who hates everything and then we'll there lead up. And what when you, you get to the end, stop. Just stop. Um, I'm just going to give it, I'll let you break down the details because you're more what yeah, is going to be new. I got new a couple bullet points on there. <coughs> what's going to be new, what is attractive to the game because <laughs> you played the other ones. But as someone who's never played a Bioshock, I wouldn't say this drawed me in. And it wasn't. Borderlands. Yeah, or yeah, excuse me, borderline. I'm so sorry, right. but uh, it's not a. It didn't really draw me in, and it wasn't like a ba- a bad conference either. And I'm not like really a fan of the like, oh, that's badass. You have two guys on stage, everything's badass. We have to commentate on every little thing versus just playing the gameplay snippet. Right. So I, uh, I mean, just watching the gameplay from it, I think there's parts of it that look cool. I think it looks okay. I think it would definitely be a game I would not play by myself. I would have to commit to playing it with someone else. At all times, like you, me, you know, whoever it else, maybe whoever it is that wins our free copy, Ooh. you know, somebody like that. Other than that, I wouldn't say it's like really pulling me in. But what I will give them props for, and what I do like a lot more, is that they are not shoving it down your throat like every other game does. Like, I hate seeing a game four E3s in a row. Five E3s in a row. Right. Not delivered, not delivered, not delivered. E3, PAX, um, TGS, you know, Spike TV Awards. You see it four times in a year, then you see it four times the next year, then you see it four more times, and then it finally comes out. I like these short cycles of, you know what, here's our game, we're going to review it, nine months from now it's coming out, and that's all the coverage you're going to get. I'd rather see that than like when I saw Metal Gear, I think like three, two, at least two, if not three E3s in a row. And I'm like, come on, dude, like just come out, like just stop showing the same shit or <laughs> I just don't want to, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know, two, just give, give me something new. But either way, that's more of a, that, that's not a gameplay, that's not hero nor there, but I will give them props to where I do like that idea for conferences. But how, do you think, how, how do you think it looked? I, I think, You haven't played one or two, right? 
I don't think it looks spectacular. Like I, th- I honestly kind of think it looks average, but I don't think that that's what the game is known for. Mm-hmm. So to me, it doesn't knock it. Even if the game was like beautiful, gorgeous, you know, the pitch perfect graphics, I don't think it would still draw me in. So I, I wouldn't say that hurts it negative or positive. Interesting. Um, so as someone that's played the Borderlands and watching what it's now introducing to the uh, like the mechanics, uh, one of the big things that kind of starts you off right off the demo is that your character can now um, mantle up off on things. You can now crouch on things. You can now do the slide. And they did some really interesting combat where they utilize that a lot. They're showing you sliding around, shooting um, at certain enemies. I mean, really utilizing the whole battlefield. I mean, it's nothing new. I like but, that they But did. they made it look good. I like that they did start with that, even though I... I knew that I I didn't know because uh, I haven't played the other games, but judging by the crowd's reaction and the way that they were making a big deal, then that's not something you could do in the previous ones. So it's cool to see them keep up with modern times and be like, other games can do this too. Like it's it's a quality of life improvement is what it is. We understand that you know just to get in there, get faster, you know you need more mobility. And so I there's nothing more I hate than a game where like there's a ledge the size of this table instead of just me being able to climb up it i literally have to run all the way around it and it's like just let me climb over it man i can yeah, see it from here it's, to there it's the little things where you know the game came out x amount of years ago so these are mechanics that are that are forefront in every now shooting game looter shooter game and now that it's there you know it got the reaction that you know maybe a little overwhelming than it should have been but uh it's there and it was a big thing because it wasn't there in the past um the other big thing was it was kind of showing the the ability to move now off of a planet and start doing the traveling, right? So it, go, it shows off this ship that you get called Sanctuary 3, which is like this little hub that you can do between missions and between worlds. And the cool thing about that is it's kind of like this gathering spot that has all the characters you've met from all the other it's Borderlands like games. Yeah. yeah, so you get um, Marcos, you know, there's tons of other characters in there, which for anyone that's played the game and likes the lore... It's gonna feel awesome. Uh, one of the new things they have is a new vending machine that any that's I think they call it like a lost lost loot vendor. So if oh, you didn't see that, that is yeah, that's if a cool idea. You've been on a mission and you were overwhelmed and you had to drop a gun to pick up a new gun and you wanted that gun back. There's now a vending machine that will pick up anything you've ever dropped and it will dump it out for you, which I thought was like what a cool concept. I thought that's pretty cool because it doesn't happen often, but two sometimes there's like a game like. You know, I'll uh, like Destiny. I've had it happen for a while. I kill someone, and the Engram fa- falls over a cliff or something like that, and I yeah, can't gone. grab it. Or something just happens to where I cannot grab it. I can't do anything with it now. It's just gone forever. Yeah, and so that that was pretty cool. Let's see what else did they have. They had the uh, oh, they <coughs> kind of showed off this new concept that every gun maybe it wasn't every gun, but most of the guns are gonna have an alternate shooting style. So if you're shooting a pistol that has regular bullets. You can shift it to now it's shooting like a homing missile. So the way they, they're kind of describing it is that you have essentially two guns in one and you you can maximize their already you know overwhelming gun list to a even bigger gun list based on what you're doing. So you can change all your weapons and just utilize every little power, which sounds overwhelming, but anyone that's played it sounds like, you know, that's awesome. You can now change your bullets and style to everything and anything that they have to offer. Um, as someone that plays these games that, you know, you, when you're stuck in a game, not stuck in a game, when you're playing a game like a rainbow six and you just have these limited ammos, does the appeal of fire bullets and bouncing grenades and guns with running legs and does it, that sound appealing to you? It depends on the game. Cause what I was thinking of is, uh, so like rainbow six, I, I wouldn't want anything like that, but bringing me back to another game and now I would change my answer earlier to what I'd want as a movie because I think it'd make a good movie. Borderlands. And, uh, yeah, yeah. Not Kingdom Hearts. See, oh. that's for sure. Is, you uh, Borderlands like Mad Max though? Perfect mm-hmm. Dark. Because Perfect <sighs> Dark, even though it's an older game on the N64, one of my favorite aspects of it is how each of the guns could do like a double ability or something like that. So like you could have like this one, there's a, a laser alien gun to where if you switch it over to another, uh, like to its secondary function, it's explosive rounds on it, or there's a uh, a machine gun that your secondary function is you throw it, and it's like a laptop, and it just like starts shooting and stuff right, like that. Right, and that's... and so that that was always one of my favorite aspects of it that I've never really seen like another game do anything as close to as cool as that. And when I was watching that, I did get feelings of like, oh, you know, that's pretty cool. It reminds me of Perfect Dark, and that was my favorite thing about Perfect Dark nice. was like all these kind of second functions stuff. It's not something I think every game needs, 
but for right. within right. the realms of a certain combine, yeah, off, right? so. I felt like that. That was really cool. And I, that was at one point where I was like, oh, you know, that actually is pretty cool. I like that. Yeah, and I like one of the other things they were showing off is like this level scaling that they're doing. So if I'm jumping in at level five and Andrew's jumping in at level twenty-five, the gear. So we're gonna see simultaneous gear. Gear and when enemies, I yeah. yeah. And so when I see it, it'll be a level five. He'll see twenty-five. When we're playing, same thing. We'll see it that way. And there's no more loot stealing. You know, if you guys ever played games where there's loot. Steelers are gonna, you know, as soon as a gun drops, you grab it. I thought it was but, weird. They said you can turn that on, and I don't know well, who so would want that. You, yeah, you can. On. No, you can turn it off. You can turn the because no, I think it's the the standard. Is oh yeah, be no, the they, scale. yeah, no. I mean, yeah, that's what I meant. The classic. I mode. meant turn it on to steal. Yeah. Yeah, because some people that's the way they play. That's the way they like it. So the options there, which I think is cool that they're offering, you know, that for everybody. The thing I thought was the coolest that any gun you see that you're fighting with a boss is droppable. So there's no more. Fighting a boss at a badass flamethrower, and when you kill him, all that's there is a, a shield, a med pack, a gun, or whatever. You get to pick up his weapon. I thought that was one of the coolest yeah, things. Yeah, that, that was pretty cool, too. I thought the boss was kind of lame, but I think that was pretty cool, though. You didn't like any of those bosses? I, like I said, I'm just... I'm, I I don't know. I Like I said, it doesn't, just, it doesn't grip me, and I'll just have... I, it's a game that I think I'm committed to trying. And there's some games, like I said, like, I, I hated... The Legend of Zelda Wind Waker, like the way that it looked, but as soon as I picked it up and I started playing it, I absolutely love that game. Like, it, it, I think it's just gonna be one of those games that once I start playing it, I'm gonna love it. But until then, I'm just gonna hate it by the way on it looks. Oh, you are such. But catch me on here a, after he's September. Such a filthy animal, this guy. Catch me on here after September. I'll be like, I've been a fan of Borderlands since uh, <laughs> since day one. He he likes the pre sequel. Uh, the other thing they announced was that um, there was going to be no microtransactions, which kills games. Like uh, we were talking about a couple episodes ago with Star Wars Battlefront, right? Um, so uh, Gear, uh, Gearbox, uh, Borderlands is saying that there's no microtransactions in terms of affecting gameplay, as in buying weapons that affect it, buying um, any type of uh, beneficial items. It's, 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 it's weird how they to, said like, that because I, skins and things I like did that. see that, but then afterwards, I guess I was reading an article, and then unless I'm wrong, like if you do like certain pre-order bonuses or whatever, get like the deluxe or whatever edition, it comes with like XP boosters and stuff Which, like that. Again, that's something you're you're paying money when you buy the the extra edition, and I think that's fine. And we're talking for the average player jumping in on the same day, going, you know, what? I'm gonna buy this gun for fifty bucks. Here's me, you know. I think he definitely should have said there's no microtransactions. Getting the the higher edition. Yeah, he should have explained that a little better, like just up front, because everyone was kind of in an uproar about it. It's like I get that it's just skins, but technically it still is a microtransaction. Any sort of payable is a microtransaction. She just said there's just nothing. Microtransaction in terms of affecting gameplay, overall gameplay, not cosmetic gameplay. Yeah. Yeah. So. So I mean that I mean that's always cool though. That's just not pay to win. But then again, it's not really a competitive game. So if there was a pay to win, then I, I mean, I I would still be against it, but would it really matter in the end? It's not like a, I'm it's not like I'm competing against you. Yeah. So even if there was, was matter. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, there was a couple of highlights there, guys. I we'll probably leave the link in the description. Go check it out. It's it's fifty some odd minutes. I would say it's at least it's worth watching. I mean, I'm glad I watched it. It's not yeah, like I was, it was bored it was really or anything cool like to that. Watch. The it was time. nice to see. Uh, Unlike him, I think it looks great. I think everything about it looks awesome. Uh, the comedy's there. They the intro starts with claptrap, and he's exactly what you would think. He's making you laugh. He's telling you jokes. He's acting cooler than he is. Um, they show again. The cool thing is, is the collective characters yeah. that you get to see. I didn't realize is that the name of that robot, or I think it's just the name of the bot. See, I thought it was the name of like, well, for lack of a better term, was the make like the species of that robot were called claptraps. I didn't know that was his individual like name, like BBA R two D two. His is Claptrap. It's been a while since I've played one and two, but I, I thought they, is the first one Claptrap or are they Claptraps? Oh, I I wouldn't know. Don't, don't look at me. Hey, well, I'm looking right at this guy. So, um, I guess that's it for the Borderlands three stuff. Um, again, the contest is going, guys. So if you're still looking to win a copy, um, super stay easy tuned to the end, end. But. Andrew, we're moving on to riffing. Is there anything to riff on today? I will save my riff for my low because it kind of goes into something that I hate. And I'll save it for that. Do you have a riff for me? I a riff am, to be riffed? I'm, I'm riffless this week. Um, it's been so overwhelming. Nothing's nothing's gotten on my, my bad side to talk about or bring forth. Um, I will riff on this, though. Um, 
my brother just bought a the PlayStation Classic, which is now when it used to come out at ninety nine ninety nine is now down to thirty four ninety nine or thirty five. They were doing a thing the other day. If you buy like a PS four Pro, you get one for free with it. Oh, do you see? So I'm all riff on that. That's what it should have started at. This thing never should have been a hundred dollars. Um, fifty. No, maybe, for the amount of work they put into that thing, thirty five dollars is doable. And the way that you can mod it looks great, and I would love to play a lot more PlayStation games on a nice little classic like that that I, that I can just take on the go. So the fact that he just bought one, and um, it's for $35 or $39, I'll, I'll probably bite the bullet and I'll probably go get See, one. See, I don't even know if I would get it anyways, because I would rather just have like a PS2 version of it, because I, I was more fond of the PS2 than I was the PS1. You don't want to get it just for the collecting? Because you have a NES classic, you don't open that. Why not just keep it? I don't it? have a NES classic. I have a SNES. Oh, that's all you got? That's why I refuse to buy. I, I have Wait, a you don't have any of the NES or SNES classics? No, I didn't buy what? them. What? I thought you had both of them. No. You silly bitch. Because mm. I, I got both of mine, but I keep them in pristine condition. Well, I guess so. Is that your high for the week? No. Because my... if it's not, I'm interested to hear what it is. My high. Um, Again, mine's going to... Or do you want to start with your low? No, I'll, I'll go high. My, my high is default. There's a list I'm trying to beat of games. Last Call Production uh, video game. Power Hour, I and, and Andrew was kind of the one that I put this on the list for, the Rainbow Six Siege. Um, there's no campaign for it, so there's no technically beating the game, but it's got 11 missions of kind of tutorials that you can do to, that walks you through the game. I think they're well done tutorials. They're, they're very well done, and I think if you were to if you were to play all those, they are campaign-ish. So I just beat that, and again, it's a game I normally wouldn't have played, so I did it off the list I enjoy, I really enjoyed playing it I kind of want to jump on with you if you ever want to jump on there Augie if you're watching um, I want to play with you I know you have it um, so jump in and just play play one game and just like just feel the satisfaction of like killing somebody else no I, I, I well because you have to beat the last mission playing online oh and you're saying actual with, like uh, another another actual I, player yeah there's no way I'm playing that game without a squad I'm playing it with at least you or at least someone else and we, we can do it because I just want you to just experience that feeling of just like just killing one random person oh, I'm good to do that um so, so that, the first kills it, the first kills is the best yeah I'm told anyway so that was my high my low um is I'm playing another game that's on the list, which is Madden 17. And it's a good game. Um, I don't have any gripes about it. It's not my cup of tea. I'm not a big sports player guy. Did you say 19 or 18, sorry? 17. Oh, so, oh okay. You missed so, me completely. Yeah. I don't think he's paying attention. Excuse um, me. But the thing is, and maybe I missed it when I created my uh, account because I bought the EA membership to get all the games. You can't EA play. Access? Yeah, the EA Access. You can't play online. Unless you're linked in, and it links it to your gamer tag. So when I go on to play it, it links me, and it's just like my PSN uh, fiasco. It's linking me to an old email, oh. and I can't go on it. So when I'm try- I can't play any games online. So this whole thing I have to play is offline, and I'm trying to like, r- I'm trying to go in there, figure out a way to do it. And all it wants you to do is go back, find the old account, get a password. You can change it. There's a there's a so description that says download this thing called Origin. On your laptop, which I don't give a really? shit enough about it to, to do play, that. To play online? To play online. Every time I've tried going to it, it says, it logs you in. It, the username is, is is bricked, so you can't change it, and it wants your password. So there's no going, oh, I want to change it. That's, and maybe I missed it when I signed up for the EA membership, and maybe it could have said, hey, do you want to do a new one? That's weird. I, I didn't see it. I'd have to check it out then, because yeah, I'll, like, I'll like, you like we, yeah. I forgot what video it is that we did, but remember I was talking about how mine's tied to a different email that I have no clue what the fuck it is, because... Uh, they went to jail, and he's the one who created mine for me. But uh, I'm able to play, like, online. Like, I could play, like, my brother or somebody like that. I'll show like you, too. The moment we get off this, I'll show you, and you let me know uh, what yeah, I'm no, missing. Yeah, no, that's or weird. Or if anyone else out there watching it knows anything about the Madden or EA yeah, sign-in. Yeah, if you, if you or, work like, at EA, help, help somebody out. <laughs> yeah, get me the fuck out of this situation. I, want, I would like to play that game online. But that was my low, because, again, it was the same situation of, like, getting fucked by an old email. And I'm at the point where I'm like, why are these things still... Why, why is that still a problem? Why can't I just go shift? Let me start. Let me either move, make a new one and let me just start a new account. But yeah, prove that I'm the credit card yeah, holder what, here. Let me give you my info. Yeah, let me add another account to it. It's already tied to my gamer tag. So why do I need to prove or I don't know. It pissed me off bad because I'll sit there. And I'm like, okay, cool. I'll play online. It's like, oh, you can't. And it just kept taking me to this fucking screen and it, it bugged oh, me. Oh yeah, I'd have to see that. That's pretty weird. So that's my high and low. Andrew taught me. My, <laughs> my, yeah, my low is going to be uh, Sekiro. So I've been... He said he was going to be done with it by now. Oh, no, that's my new low. He said he was going to be done with it. He ain't. I still got to hear about it 
That is my new lore. I thought I was going to be, and damn it. I have everything done. I don't have to fight anyone anymore. So literally all I'm doing in the final two achievements I need, one of them is get all achievements, so it's really just one, is to unlock all the skills. And to unlock the skills, you have to level up. Each time you unlock a skill, the points go up higher and higher and higher and higher. sounds familiar. So I'm just sitting here fucking grinding now at this point to where I'm just running, stabbing someone or killing a group of people, going and healing. And I'm on my third New Game Plus, by the way. I even tried to, like, glitch the system on the second one, and I had it right, but I died and it saved. So I ended up having to beat the game all the way through one way that I didn't want to do and then fucking do it do it all the way again. But that'll be part of my high because I got a story for that. But, um... <laughs> So I'm like doing, I'm just sitting here doing this and I'm like, this is fucking stupid. This sucks. And that's what's a part of my riff. It's like, I don't understand why you have to put something. And it's not about the achievement. Like, why are some of these things, like if I wanted to even have every skill just to experience the game and like play the game, like you would literally have to fucking grind or play it to like new game plus six or seven by the time that that game's already hard. So by then it's hard as fuck. So there's no way without grinding even on your second, I can't even imagine on the first playthrough because on the first playthrough, killing the guy that I'm killing only gives me 1,000 XP. Right now, he's giving me 3,000 and something, and it's still taking me an hour just to get nine points, and something costs nine points. So my final ones are all collectively worth 12. This is your last achievement. Yes. Have you looked up how, what percentage of players have gotten it? Is I, it something I, like I think it's like one well? one point something. And I see all kinds of people's like farming routes and stuff like that online, so I know that it's an issue, and it's just like. And it's not even an issue with the achievement, but I just don't understand. Like, let's say I wanted to play this way. I would have no choice but to grind to unlock whatever. And I just don't understand why you would bar somebody from having some sort of experience. Like, there's a difference between, like, an achievement saying, like, I don't know if any of the Final Fantasies have it, but, like, uh, get a character to level 99. I think that's fucking stupid and that's grindy. But you're not putting any sort of skill or, you know, these movesets or anything behind that. It's just getting yourself to level 99. Right. And so that kind of, like, really burned me out on the game. Yeah, like I'm going to put talent to it to achieve it. Yeah, like, I'm burned out on the game now. But as far as my high goes, so after I fucked up my... I was trying to fucking save scum to where I'm halfway through the game. I have a lot of stuff collected. I didn't want to have to do it again. So what I would do was fight the people if I lost. I would delete my save, reload it from the cloud, and it would put me back in a certain spot to where I could do it again. I ended up dying and I took too long to do it. And so it put me, after I had already made my decision that's irreversible, so I had to beat it. And then I was pissed <laughs> off because after I beat it, I had to do half the game again and then continue the other half because it's literally at the end of the game is where I'm at right now before I could do whatever. But it was nice though because I only got stuck on one boss for like maybe like 40 minutes. But there was another boss who had kicked my ass before but because I had fought him so many times, it felt good because when I was fighting him... It was like watching the speedrunners do it is what I felt like. Because I was going <laughs> in there, I, I, I knew like every one of his moves. I'm just nonstop hitting him. When he goes to strike, I already know what to deflect. So it feels like a, just a nonstop samurai fight. Just swords are clashing. Like if he goes to do a move that I know is unblockable, I'll jump and do something different. But I had him dead within like under two minutes. Did you record it? No, I, I wish. But you I, on to watch it? No. Oh. But either way, it was just a good feeling. I like... Not, like, not that, oh, I haven't memorized, but the fact that I was like, oh, you know, like, that felt really good. And if the game felt like that all the time, I wouldn't have had such a problem with some of the things I have a problem with it. But, like, that was really cool just to be in there, like, you know, feel like that. And it didn't feel cheap because now I wasn't getting stuck into all these stupid moves. So is it safe to say this time... Next week. Yes. This game will be done. I I am gonna <laughs> I've heard a rant like this before. I'm gonna try and have it done by tonight. Like it's almost midnight now because we got done doing this super late. I'm gonna hook up my stuff and try for like an hour or two and see if I can get we'll it. We'll upload it to the Instagram. Uh when Andrew if and when Andrew beats it. All right. So um that is gonna be it guys for this episode. Um you make sure that you guys like and subscribe so that you can enter the entry for the contest that we are giving away for Borderlands 3 on the system of your choice. Details to follow, guys. So make sure you are following us on Instagram at Last Call Productions, following us on Twitter at Last Call P-R-O-D-Z, and email us any questions, comments, or concerns you may have at lastcallproductions at gmail.com. Andrew, that is it for this episode. Um, it puts a bad taste in my mouth that we don't have great video games, but hopefully... 
uh, Detective Pikachu is going to break the video game curse that we have something to talk about. So, who knows? So, uh, I'm Craig Perales, Franja Montemayor. Until next time, guys. Till the year of the stink bug. Cheers. This would be like 2004. Oh, well, 2007 for me. Yeah, like this would be, this is well before I graduated. But, uh, it was a good one. It, it was. Now, you told me about some June bugs, and it's piqued my interest. Yeah, where I used to live, like, these trees kind of, like, smelled funny. And it, it was, like, one of those trees that has, like, like long, like, stringy leaves and shit like that. Stringy it was, leaves? Yeah, like instead of like a you know like a wide like normal okay. leaf like a like a leaf on like a what rose. a ladybug would eat off of with aphids. No. <laughs> so like, like those leaves that grow out here with like the that it almost looks like leaves, but it grows with like the little pea pod things in them. Yeah. Okay, I got you. So it's like that, but it's just a leaf. It's not like a pod or anything. It's just a long skinny leaf Bastard. versus a normal one. Okay. And. uh you walk past these trees and they make like the loudest fucking buzzing noise. Like it's super loud. It's louder than like a bee. It's like bah. the tree makes the noise. No, the bugs do. Oh, the bugs <laughs> in the tr- in the tree. Okay. Yeah. No, they go to this tree that stings. I didn't know they made noises. And uh, these beetles almost kind of look like like their colors like the scarabs from the mummy. Like they're like that like green, black, blue like shiny Catch color. Catching the right light and it's a fucking. I don't beetle. even remember how you catch them. I think I remember you. Ca- we used to catch them in a jar, or because they're like pretty a mason big. Jar? Yeah, because they're pretty big too. They used to fly kind of like slow, like slow sometimes. How big like, are these things? They, are these the bugs we're seeing? No. Oh, okay. No, they're bigger than those stink bugs. They're bigger than that, and they fly. Yeah, they're like that big around. Oh, Jesus! And like. So I would say like that way too. So like picture like a scarab that doesn't like kill you and like maybe half the size of like the mummy scarab. Okay. And um, yeah, you catch them, and then uh, you just like hold on to them because they I, I don't remember that I don't think they like bite you or anything like that. And then you just tie a little piece of string on to like their fucking their head or like their leg or something like that. <laughs> and then uh, you just kind of let like, them go like, and they just fly and you just walk with them. <laughs> <laughs>